welcome to on manorama movie podcast start action cut today we are discussing the latest neonoif release in malayalam king of kota directed by abhilash joshi and featuring the ensemble cast of dulkar salman shabir kallarakil prasanna gokul suresh aishwarya lakshmi naila usha chamban vinod jose shammi tilagan among others today Deepa and Prince are joining us to discuss the movie. The movie written by Abhilash and Chandran encompasses the whole universe set by the formula for a thunderous crime thriller. Set in the crime world of Kota, it narrates the story of uh, betrayal and uh, vengeance between two gangster friends turned foes. How did the plot and the storyline grab your attention, Deepa? I liked the kind of detailing that went into each of the scenes in the movie you know be it the market scene where Raju's younger sister is chased by her boyfriend or the football match sequence or even those where his you know gang hangs out there are also moments where i you know felt kind of deja vu and those that gave me some old vietnam colony kind of vibes the movie starts with showing the aerial view of kota right like complete with blue waters and you know boards and all that but i don't think they show that side of kota much after that except in one or two murder scenes so that's my impression of kota the essence of gangster movies you know are usually like revenge drugs women violence and uh, in that way uh, king of kota has you know brought in all these aspects and that is what the movie is centered on here what i liked is how the entire premise was set on friendship you know this friendship then turns you know bitter and then it ends up in vendetta and everything so abhilash as a deb- debutant director has brought in all these aspects to the movie and in a way succeeded in telling it quite smartly with the movie abhilash has shown he is quite capable of handling action without compromising too much on quality content almost like his father and veteran director joshi in that way the movie worked and the way it you know uh, progressed was quite uh, appealing yes as deepa has said earlier about the world of kota uh, it has been so meticulously created that you are at once transported into into that world at the time that spans between i think 1986 and 1992 has also been wonderfully recreated so you get familiar with with the shops with the dwellings uh, and the buildings and the lanes too soon and and then you need only a drama to be staged effectively yes patma kumar in a way they have been successful in setting the film in uh, the world of 80s and 90s uh, initially you know when the movie was being marketed i think people had this kind of anticipation or they just wanted to know what what is this world of kota that we are speaking about and the title has in a way effectively uh, been able to draw people's attention kota could mean you know in punjabi it said that it, it means terrace and you know in uh, generally it means brothel and something but abhilash has created a different world entirely in the king of kota the way all these places have been depicted uh, in the movie uh, they've created you know you get immersed into this world that you're being shown so uh, in the way that uh, you know the, the people have been depicted to the way they have behaved and all that but then uh, you know there were a number of places though there were a number of places and people being shown in this world of kota the frames or the storyline didn't absorb them all is what i believe and um, which kind of reduced 
this movie in the smaller setting despite the big uh, uh, despite you know the big setting that it has it was initially given yeah then coming to the plot uh, the plot is intriguingly crafted and the build ups are set in such a way that the stages there are enough moments that evoke mass appeal right from the from the entry of uh, the protagonist through to the climax what about the mass appeal scenes in the movie uh, princey what would king of kota be without its mass appeal right i mean it was marketed that way after all i feel some of the scenes delivered mass which was balanced by dulkar's class and uh, i i kind of liked uh, probably the classiest and the most uh, mass factor was when he was dancing in the song and you know that was what kind of even though i i i don't know if i personally really enjoyed that song but uh, the way he was uh, the way he was depicted in the song and the way he uh, danced and everything created a particular sense of mass and uh, so i kind of feel that it was also uh, in there were moments of mass uh, when shabir kalarakal who played the antagonist in the movie the way he carried himself with a kind of swag and swagger that was uh, really good and i i kind of think it was uh, really good of the filmmakers to be giving him equal space uh, along with dulkarna so both of them the kind of chemistry that they shared kind of did uh, help in creating mass appeal to the whole movie and uh, there were moments when uh, naila usha when she's coming into the scene what would have been quite a normal character she has been able to elevate it with her performances and uh, also the kind of character arc that was written for her was quite good and it helped in creating a better uh, appeal for the film patmukumar if you ask me dq's raju madrasi get up was interesting and gave me some mass appeal vibes though there wasn't many dialogues or moments which augmented them further to be honest i wish there were some memorable and impactful mass dialogues in the movie you know which should be an essential part of films like this isn't it the recall value of king of kota's dialogues isn't as great as we want them to be yes there are stylish cuts and uh, angles and more that aspire to generate a mass appeal but the impact i don't think they work that much mm, then again i liked sabir's entry scenes his expressions and even naila's performances her uh, performance though it reminded me at times of her previous joshi film puranju mariam jos but uh, diva i think there were dialogues but they were not uh, treated in such a way that could remain memorable and i think there were intended uh crowd puller sequences uh which expected mass hoots and claps and feverish i mean frenzied reception of the hero like uh we are introduced to kotha as uh the bastion reigned by kannanbai played by shabir kalarakel but then we wait for some more time for raju played by dulkar uh, to make his entry i think those were seen there are there are enough scenes uh, which were ready to have the the mass appeal if you asking me whether uh, dulka as a mass hero worked uh, uh, you know his entry and his introduction scenes worked uh, in this movie uh, i would say quite much uh, but you know generally for me if you asking me to rate him as a mass hero or an action hero or a romantic hero i think i would say that uh, he appeals the most as a romantic hero you know because i feel the way he emotes with his eyes have always been alluring 
Sidulkar as a mass hero has potential, but uh, I think just like Deepa mentioned earlier, some of it, you know, didn't work out as much as probably because, you know, of the dialogues, you know, maybe if he was able to uh, mouth the kind of uh, dialogues that Yash used in uh, KGF, probably it would have been more uh, memorable and would have, you know, elevated that uh, mass uh, sequences there. And personally, I went for a fan show. So whatever uh, Dulka was uh, saying, whatever the dialogues, all the characters were uh, saying were actually hailed and people were like actually hooting and cheering for it. So uh, I think it worked. I think the dialogues worked for the uh, for, for his fans all right. Some of the intended dramatic moments that uh, Kiachawa senses are those which depict uh, Raju's interactions with his mother, his bittersweet relationship with his father, Kota Revi. Uh, who is also uh, an ex-gangster who was a notorious criminal in the place and so on. And the scene in which uh, Kandanbai's mother has to save her cat's life is something that I found fresh from the cinematic point of view. I like the scene where Kandan and Raju meet in a hotel room after Raju's return and discuss their lives. And, uh, you know, their underlying love for each other that runs throughout the movie is also something I really liked. You know, that in itself subtly makes many scenes involving them very dramatic without even trying. You know, that is that I found quite interesting. But they could have given a little more depth to the characters in itself so that we feel like rooting for them and be invested in their reason to commit all these gory crimes. Like, in a Spadigam too, like in Mohalal's Spadigam, like Mohalal's character in Spadigam goes around punching people, you know, doing, committing all kinds of crimes, but still you end up uh, rooting for him, don't you? So here in this movie, King of Kota, though there are a lot of such similarities when it comes to the gangster elements, the drama that unfolds, you know, uh, with the family and the rest of the friends and everything, that does not the drama doesn't trigger a similar reaction. Yeah, you can watch it unfold, but and probably uh, you might not get uh, too bored, but you don't end up empathizing with it like you do in uh, many hit mass gangster movies. So personally, if you look at it, uh, I like the way the family dynamics worked in the movie. Uh, you know, the relationship between the father figure, that is Shami, uh, who is played by the father, who is played by Shami uh, Tilagan and uh, Dulkar. You know, their relationship worked quite fine, and you know, the kind of uh, emptiness in the relationship between Dulkar and his mother, played by uh, Shanti, uh, and you know, so all these. Uh, the family dynamics worked quite okay, but what I kind of found uh, was an issue was the way the lovers were portrayed. You know, Aishwai Lakshmi plays uh, Tara, who is uh, Dulkar's lover in this movie. And uh, I feel that uh, she was not given enough uh, screen time. Uh, I, given that, uh, I liked how the romance factor played in this movie because the way, you know, Dulkar's uh, character, Raju, he is so much in love with Tara that, you know, he he just loses himself in the middle of the movie. Uh, you know, so uh, when when he feels that, when he feels something's wrong with the relationship. So, uh, but all uh, given that, you know, I liked how, you know, they kind of explored the fact that uh, he was willing to forgive her in the end and things. So that was a different take. But still, I stick to the point that, you know, the female character should have been given a little more uh, importance when it comes to a relationship also. Yeah, when it comes to Adulkar as uh, the mass hero, I think Dulkar is 
rarely shown as an ordinary character in the film his dialogues and actions are drawn in such a manner to grant him uh, the aura of uh, of a mass hero he has the potential he has the looks he also has a talent and even the market to be a mass hero this being his first attempt at it he has the room to improve a lot more in the future mass movies he's planning to do who knows maybe in the second part of king of kota we will jump out of our seats to clap for raju madrasi and his ways with guns and swords and all that meanwhile i loved shabir kalarkel's portrayal of the anti hero kannan bai and his walks his talks his style even vulnerability were interesting and was quite impressive so deepa has mentioned the movie ends with uh, so much hints that it will be having a sequel now coming to cinematography and uh, bgm the camera by uh, nimish revi uh, captures the heat and the hues of the drama and actions each of the frames is picture perfect similarly uh, the bgm by jakes bijoy to plays a big role in elevating the mood of the film uh, whatever riches it reaps in its dream run i think cinematography and the bgm would be having a commendable share in it deepa what do you say i loved jake's bijoy's music and often whatever swag was brought to the screen by shabir kalarkels or dulkar's characters were quite amplified you know manifold by his music within the space he had jake did a decent job is my opinion nimish ravi is on an experimental spree is what i believe because he should be given credit for his work in roshak which is uh, mamuti's uh, uh, one of mamuti's best works last year so the way he kind of uh, plays along with his camera and the frames and all have all been uh, good but in king of kota it has been more subdued but i think both of them you know jake's bijoy and nimish ravi both of them work together parallelly to make and elevate this film to the level it was brought now coming to some few weak points the comedy comedy i think didn't work at all and uh, as princey had mentioned earlier aishwarya lakshmi's character wasn't explored enough though the film is full of actions but uh, most of the killings seem to be cold blooded murders for which the causes and the reason are not strong enough in my opinion their promotion strategy made you expect a film like a kgf or something you know and i thought it's going to be a movie of that big scale if they hadn't raised expectations like that probably most viewers would have been okay with the final product here a little bit of audience effect is playing against the film i feel i would like to counter uh, the fact that when you guys mentioned the comedy aspect i think champion vinod was brought in the character was written in such a way that he would bring the comic relief to the movie Uh, which was you know uh, which had a lot of violence and uh, uh, all that so uh, i think the comedy did work in some ways uh, quite like a parody does and you know the kind of dialogues that he was supposed to say and it brought in a lot of chuckles is uh, what you know it, it made me laugh personally i believe from what i understood that uh, you guys didn't actually appreciate the humor there uh, is it yeah but i think uh, that didn't work especially chimban vinod's english <laughs> um uh, dialogues and all those things for a lot of malayalis who speak just like the way champan vinod speaks english like whenever we speak english that's the way we speak so for us there is nothing so funny about the accent probably people who are used to you know western accent a lot more or people who have been abroad they might find his style of accent a little funny when he speaks like that but then for the rest of us it's just the way all of us speak 
So I don't think it's that funny. And I too believe that the comical sequences or whatever intended uh, humor, they didn't work at all. And it's uh, it's good that if Princey found uh, it amusing and funny. <laughs> also for the, uh, yeah, the marketing might have worked uh, against the film. But, uh, you know, uh, because nowadays pan-Indian movies are the norm, right? So we want films and cinema from Mollywood to go uh, outside a care and be recognized elsewhere and i think uh, dulkar's uh, being him being the producer of the movie and you know things like that uh, the efforts that they did was quite commendable and you know or trying to introduce i mean definitely mollywood needs no introduction to the outside uh, state to the outside audience but you know one thing that he had mentioned in one of his interviews was like uh, it's good to you know uh, promote a film at the same time you know rather than you know waiting for it to become either a hit uh, you know in one language and then dubbing in other languages and all that so i think in in one way it was good you know that this hype was created for a malayalam film but then yeah, it's sad that it kind of worked against the movie also so the message is clear it was intended to be a legend and an epic movie but more than being a legend is the efforts to make it so stand out loud So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Start Action Cut hosted by me Padma Kumar. The podcast is produced by Padma Kumar that's myself with the technical production by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on manorama.com for more podcasts on movies and be sure to come back for the next episode of Start Action Cut out on Monday. Thank you.